Correction, we raised the bar. Thanks for opening that, Jason. That's right. So, Oklahoma life, homies are back in play. Uh, You can be wrong in this conversation. Lies. Best Mel Brooks movie, go. Uh, Blazing Saddles. I'm not a fan. History of the World Part 2. You can't name two. That wouldn't be a best movie. Okay, that's a second contender. No. Ooh, ooh. You got to name one, though, and you got to justify Blazing Saddles is number one. Why? Because it could not be remade in this day and age. Well, most of his movies couldn't be. Oh, man. Okay. I just think that the whole concept of the black guy riding into town, mm-hmm. becoming Mark. Yeah, becoming the sheriff, the old lady saying that racist shit to oh, yeah. him. Black guy named Bart. I mean, so <laughs> here's the thing, though. I mean, like, I can't say that it wouldn't necessarily be remade. It wouldn't be done the same, for sure. For but sure. if you look at what Quentin Tarantino did with Django, it's not far off. If anyone remade that movie, I'd hope he did it. Right. And, and I'm not saying it can't be redone, but I will poke that hole in that argument. I'm saying that because of the politically correct nature of today's social space, that sure. that movie would not be well received and would probably be canceled in its conception. He, he it said would it be was aborted be canceled before it ever actually happened. He was. He, I know. Actually, I showed the, you that video. <laughs> the quote was. <laughs> I still love it. Gene Wilder. Write uh, whatever you no, want, fellas, because after this, we're all getting fired. Yeah, he actually yeah. he told that, uh, or the uh, Obama actually said that while he was giving him a medal. But what I was uh, saying is that, that Gene can, Wilder. Can I say that was super cool that Obama gave him the metal for doing Absolutely. that shit. Yeah. Oh my god. So here's the thing though. Okay, so I uh, Blazing Saddles, hands down top five movie of all time for me. I still I don't know if it's better to me uh than Are you than, a young Frankenstein I am. guy? Damn it. Uh, I am now I'm gonna It's so good. Now do you want to hear the worst part of it all? Huh. I'm not a terribly big Mel Brooks fan. Well, it's, you still have to choose the best video, the like, best movie. Uh, the only one that I actually enjoy watching, uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights. I oh. really, I absolutely hate a lot of Mel Brooks movies. Can I enter, Spaceballs, can stupid. I just say one. Uh, His Hold on. the World. Hold on. The producers. Young Frankenstein, not a fan. Blazing oh, Saddles, not a fan. So one of my favorite memories <laughs> like, of, dude, of my teenage years. I do not like them at all. Me, you, and 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 our brother were hanging out. And he got the call. He was on leave from Japan. Oh, Dustin, yeah. And he got the call, like, hey, dipshit. Yeah. Hey, you got drugs in your locker? Come back to Japan so we can kick <laughs> it, you out of the Navy. We were all sitting there. We were all sitting there watching Robin Hood and the Men of Tight yeah, and the yeah. Men of Tights. And literally the scene when Dustin Robin Hood and the Mennonites, actually, uh, way better movie. <laughs> hold on. That's fucked up. But We're the, men. We're men with beards. The the Yikes. scene, the scene <laughs> where men, Dustin's phone started ringing. We all looked at Dustin because he said, "Oh shit!" And then I looked back at the TV, and Chappelle was just attacking that sword with the or yeah, the tree the guy, with the sword. The, yeah, it was. I, I love that movie. That's a good one. Yeah. I forgot that was a Mel Brooks film. Nick, what are you choosing, man? You got to pick uh, something. You got to pick something. Don't say Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Best Mel Brooks film has to be a good one. Man, probably the one that I've seen more than any of them would have to be blazing saddles um it's the first cinematic movie to ever fart on the silver it's screen true. so yeah. i mean every fart you've ever heard is that true oh yeah yeah the the bean c- scene that was um, the first flash that was that was film? the first time a fart had ever been ripped on the silver huh, screen i did not know it was that. Con- it was considered <laughs> That's awesome. That, that's seven you are years. Correct. I actually had to Google that. It was, it was breaking wind. <laughs> seven years. Yeah. It, it wasn't only breaking barriers. It was breaking wind. 
<laughs> you so, and your punchlines. Here's lines. my thing. Okay, I love Blazing Saddles. Like, I cannot say it's a bad movie in any way, shape, or form. I fucking love it. Okay, so... But here's going to be my case for for Young Frankenstein. Can, before we get into pro, okay. can I understand con? What is it about Mel Brooks movies that don't reach you, Patton? For real. To be honest, yeah, uh, that's why I'm asking. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, lie to me. Jason I really lied want to know. Me. Uh, and, and this is this is held true to me in a lot of aspects. Sure. Uh, uh, the only, really, the only old comedian that I've really enjoyed has been Carlin. Uh, oh God, I love Carlin other, too. Other than him, though, like I have a hard time enjoying any comedy that came before me. Rodney Dangerfield? Are you uh, a little bit, a little bit of Rodney Dangerfield? Dangerfield but even sometimes I find him to be though. kind of just like meh. So, okay, so who would you consider? Uh, Richard Pryor also has some pretty good shit too. Though. Let me ask though, and, well, and before you get to that, let me ask you a question though on that. Right? Is it um, stylistically speaking, yeah, like to be, it how it's delivered? Me. Like, well, the first time I watched Spaceballs, I only yeah. got through about like thirty minutes of it before I was like, "Well, this is fucking stupid." It's like, because you okay. hate Rick Moranis. I'm, no, I like Rick Moranis. Uh, me I'm too. So I'm trying to find a reason. I'm trying to find a reason. Oh, did you know why he disappeared, though? His, his because of his died. wife. Had yeah, married. I read that. Yeah. That's a, Such a powerful a, he's statement. He's coming back, too. Great he's testimony. coming back, too. Because, because his, his kids, kids are, are graduating college. Yeah. 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 But I would also Coolest just like to say I am one of the few people I know, and I'm actually happy that Jason just said, I hate Spaceballs. I do not. off, both of you. I don't like the movie. It's because they're Schwartz. It's not bigger than mine. No, listen. no. Here's the thing. You, the guy. His name is Barf. Never the opening plaid. scene of getting here's, to know him here's is Here's the thing Barf. you have to understand about Spaceballs, okay? <laughs> First, number one, you have to put it in context the for the time when Star Wars was the biggest uh, fucking thing out I there. I get it. Well, no, Star Trek, it, all it of it. It was the big thing, so space was the thing. Well, and it made fun of aliens. But then he, what he did was he took it and he made it... Um, it's kind of like Lonely Island does for nowadays. Like people love Lonely Island because they're you know parodying everything Weird Al, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it, it's parody, but in a way that's on the silver screen. It's not done anymore. It's not really done at all anymore. It was reattempted like, by uh, the Wayans Brothers. It's scary movie, things like that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. like well, not okay, another teen movie. When was yeah, the last yeah, yeah. time those came out? Man, well, well they got bought out by other Naked by Bullet, parent companies. things like that. Yeah, but well, when did those come out though? Nineties on Naked Bullet and things like that. Yeah, yeah, the Naked Air. Naked Gun. And, and, and Naked Gun. What's the guy? And those what's were the, all people spoofing on, on Mel Brooks movies. Older people. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. What's the older uh, people? Listen, fucker. Hey, what's what's the guy's name from Airplane? The the Leslie Nielsen. Yeah, dude, that guy. Now his yeah. movies. Oh, are fantastic. Well, that's oh, a yeah. naked gun. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's why I, I thought. Here's of them. the thing: like, I like those. Those are like off the cuff, deadpan sounding. Like, yeah. surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And, and don't, don't call, call me Shirley. Shirley. <laughs> like, it's it's <laughs> your vector, Victor. In such a way, yeah, right. My Roger, favorite, Roger. My favorite line of his ever was in Scary Movie Three when he's playing the president and they're like ma- mashing up Eight Mile and uh, signs. Yes. And and uh, he's the president and the the Secret Service guy is like, Mr. President, have you gone completely insane? He goes, like a fox. <laughs> like, like, it's so funny. Well, if you we're really, not so different, God. you and I. <laughs> if you really like Leslie Nielsen, you God. have to watch hot, you have to watch Hot, hot Shots, Shots Part Two and Hot Shots Part Two. Oh, Those are Charlie oh, Sheen movies that make fun I've of Rambo. Seen, I've seen oh, and God. They I've are seen those. Glorious. And Top Gun. Charlie Sheen Top Gun as well. Top Gun. Yeah. Charlie yeah. Sheen yeah. is fucking hilarious. I uh, he's a he's he a was. motherfucking wizard. He was whenever he did it's all Major that Tiger's League. Blood. Do you guys really think he raped what's his name? Who the fuck did he rape? I didn't oh, hear about shit. this. Oh shit, what's his name? Oh. I don't Corey know if I know Feldman? This. 
Is that his name? Oh, I did hear about that. That was a long time ago that I heard it, about it. It was um, it was recently circulating in the news. Sure. That he was one of the Ninja Turtles. Can we? Corey was Feldman? he? Yeah. Corey Feldman? Yeah. yeah, yeah Which one was. did he play? Michael Michelangelo? Michelangelo. Yeah. How did I know that? Because his voice. Cowabunga, dude. <laughs> so let's get Watch back to us. the question in hand. Uh, Charlie. So you don't like any right. Mel Brooks movie unless it's Robin Hood Men in Tights. I, I mean, I like some of the movies that he's voiced in. Sure, I mean, there's or a lot produced. of those. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but I mean, like, as so far as produ- you got amazing, Blazing no. Saddles, you got Blazing Correct. Saddles, and I've got Young Frankenstein. I do love Young Frankenstein. I mean, Herewolf, Therewolf, <laughs> Werewolf. That's a classic. Those are great knockers. <laughs> Thank you, you know. Doctor. Yeah. <laughs> Bruja. Like, <laughs> but I mean, I love Men in Tights for the fact that A, it brought us Dave Chappelle. First it was Dave was Chappelle. Mm-hmm. Was Dave uh, Chappelle's cameo. Also, Carrie L. Yes, thank you. Uh, yeah. A lot of people say he's a terrible actor, but Princess I'm like, Bride? bro, Come Princess on. Bride, that. I liked Saw. him in Saw. He was great in Saw. He kicked off that franchise. If it wasn't for him, it wouldn't be worth it. Oh, mm-hmm. man, right? To be honest, the guy next to him did a good job, too, down there. But, I, I mean, still like, you never uh, remember who he is. Yeah, but. no, I still like, though, in Robin Hood Men in Tights, I think the dude that played uh, Blinken. A. Blinken? Yeah. Did you say, hey, Blinken? No, I didn't say, hey, Blinken. I said, hey, hey Blinken, Blinken, hold the reins, man. <laughs> Right, if we you've lost no your hobs in battle, well, that's but you've the, grown some nice boobs. That's that's the thing I love about <laughs> Mel Brooks movies is you're coming away with seventeen one liners. Oh. oh, a million one liners! I mean, it's yeah. it's the most like foxum, you know. And then they go and grab a fox, and then it's like the speedy mail or whatever yes, it was yes, yes. that these guys it's like the fox hut whenever you pull up one hour photo whatever yeah, yeah. yeah. so the thing that that kills Ugh. me though uh when you're talking about the the different movies right so they all i mean because like here's here's realistically the thing right so if you take the 1970s you had blazing saddles you got the 1980s you've really got just just uh space balls you got the 90s you got robin hood in tights there were things in between those but they defined a generation of comedy where if you think about the 70s like that wouldn't fit in the 80s and then if you think about the one in the 80s that wouldn't fit in well, the 70s or the 90s that's because comedy is is yeah. slapstick of the social space well yes but the thing is is that he defined an era with each but one of those movies what's great about mel brooks is every mo- one of the movies that what we've talked about basically happen in different times than yeah. in his current so the reason i so, think though young frankenstein is such a good thing is that it's it's in the middle of things because i mean this was in the mid 80s i think is what it was um but it was playing back to a different time right whenever oh, black yeah. and white because like black well, and mean, white went, wasn't a thing you went 1950s horror flick i mean you're yeah, in the nosferatu yeah. yeah you're in nosferatu's i mean the, yeah the cinematography they're coming to get with, you bald bro <laughs> yes <laughs> with right. young frankenstein was so that's actually the 60s i mean it was almost as brilliant as monty python and the holy grail just oh, like how God, i love that movie. Just, well just like how they shoot it like that movie would not be as endearing if it was well shot Okay, Young Frankenstein, nineteen seventy four. Actually, I'm wrong on that one. I was going to say. Do you know why Monty Python was so successful? It's because George Harrison backed that shit. He fucking refinanced his house that he bought from the Catholic Church of an old friar, 
in England, and he put up. I did not know the Beatles put, were tied to that. He put up all the money, all the equity that he had in his wow. home, and he put it up, and he produced because he'd heard him on the BBC. He produced Brian. the Life of Brian. That would make sense. Oh, at Apple Studios. And you want to talk about Life of Brian? I mean, we can get into that too. Well, even, I mean, that's more. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, what the thing? <laughs> well, even Life of Brian, though. Like, if you play Mel Brooks and hit the uh, speak up, I can't hear one. you. One of my favorite parts of History of the World Part 1 is whenever Mel Brooks is playing the waiter and they're all coming in. He's like, well, listen, I've only got one table. You're all going to face the same direction. And he plays out like the Last Supper thing. Yeah. I fucking love that. Like, yeah. you know, it. he well, wasn't... He wasn't. Here's the thing I love about Mel Brooks is that his comedy is so well done that he's not degrading anything. Yeah. But he can spoof it without being offended. No, well, and that's he's kind of my about, question for Jason. Yeah. Just to kind of draw him in. Have you seen History of the World Part 2? Part 1. Part one. Is or it part, part one? one? Yeah, I thought it was part one. There is two. no part two. It's only part one. Part two is the spoof at the end with Hitler on ice. Yes, I thought yes, the yes, movie yes. title was yeah. part two, and I was yeah, always yeah, like, no, So no, anyway, the reason why I, I ask backwards. is because Richard Pryor is in it. Oh, yeah. Does he play a eunuch? Yes. Yeah, that's well, the funniest. Not, no, 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 no. Yes. <laughs> well, he, he poses as a eunuch. As a eunuch. Ripping my headphone out of my so he Calm actually down, <laughs> he, he actually plays a uh, Ethiopian Jew named uh, Josephus, remember. something like that. I'm gonna say it's Josephus. <laughs> yeah. So he he plays a Ethiopian Jew named. Uh, Everybody stop. Mel, I just looked up Mel Brooks movies. He is a voice actor in a movie for 2021 called Blazing Samurai. Yes, he is. Which no. is a spoof of a 1974 Western comedy film, Blazing Saddles. Yep. Oh, he's going to make fun of The Last Samurai. I'm so fucking excited right now. I, don't I haven't been this excited. This. I can't hey, tell you how hey, long. Hey, you're lactating. Holy <laughs> shit, dude. It'll hey, have Samuel L. Jackson in it. Hold on. It's got, yeah, it's directed by Chris Bradley. It's got Michael oh, Sarah, God. Sam Jackson, Michael Ricky Gervais. Gervais, George Takai, Ricky Gabriel Iglesias. Oh, my God. What? George Takai? What? <sighs> I am so excited. One of the know. Spice Girls is in I it. Just recently, nice. I just recently. <laughs> is it Scary Spice? Yeah. How'd you know? It's <laughs> <laughs> the one I would have chose. I have recently watched both Blazing Saddles and The Last Samurai, and I can honestly say that's a good mashup. Honestly, if you think about Man. it, like if you think about it, the Randy Orton is in it. Oh God! <laughs> oh my goodness! I'm so on board with this fucking movie. <laughs> oh my God! I hope it is oh, so in, unpolitically correct that it hurts everyone. <laughs> I really do because that's the style of that comedy, and oh, I hope I, I hope that it really goes to its roots and cuts to the he core is the of respecter our social of space. no man's. Man, uh, but anyway, so the reason why I asked about history of the world is Richard Pryor actually has an acting part in it, and yes, Richard Pryor actually was a writer on Blazing Saddles. Do you know which character he wrote for the most, though? Not Bart, because he they wanted to play. Everybody him. thought it was Bart. They wanted him to play as Bart, but Warner Brothers wouldn't take him on because of his drug habit. Yes, and they were like, but no. they took Gene Wilder. At the time, Gene Wilder wasn't as bad. He was still he got, showing he got up worse drunk. after that. Yeah, so it was just as bad as Willy Wonka. On <laughs> so, anyways, he actually wrote the part for Mongo. Yes. Oh goodness. Yeah. No, it's fantastic. Mongo like candy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that whole scene. Mondo of, just a pawn. That whole scene of letting him out of jail is life. probably the funniest. It's so good. <laughs> oh, Mongo straight. 
<laughs> I love when he just walks out of the jail cell like it's no one's fucking business. Yawns and, and cracks all the chains. Yeah. <laughs> when he hugs the guy. Yeah. My, my favorite part is whenever he punched the horse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he rides in with the big white buffalo on the big giant ox, climbs off, and it, it says oh yes God. and no on the butt cheeks, which I don't even understand why that's there. It's an option. But, oh. Yeah, Mongo. That so, was so good. Let's let's. But so back to young Frankenstein. So the fact I, I love how they do the little play on Frankenstein. Oh yeah. He's like, my name's Igor. No, he goes, he goes, Igor, or uh, he goes, what is it? Uh, he goes, um, Frankenstein, Igor. Whenever they go back and forth in that one, mm. yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I think. Here, you go ahead. I think the Abbott and Costello aspect Absolutely. of young Frankenstein is beautiful. I think it's a homage to his history and where he came from, and I think that's probably why you find it endearing is well, because it's kind of nostalgic, even though it's 1974. Well, I don't think it's nostalgic. My thing is this: I think it's it's more well written for the aspect of like it, it wasn't trying to make a political statement, right? It's just being funny. Um, here, open the door, let a baby in. Um, I'm like, am I the only one hearing this? Yeah, no, it's a thing. Um, I absolutely... Come here, baby girl. What's up? Layla was on the couch. Oh, no. Layla was on a couch. Did you so, tell her to get off of the couch? Well, <laughs> no. I told her to get off <laughs> the couch. Why not? Okay. But isn't that very silly? It was silly. High five. All right, see you later. Hey, hey I got a question to ask you. What's your favorite color? Oh man, James won't answer that question either. I'm so glad another child will not do it. She will. It's there's pink and purple. Yeah. Is it pink and purple? Man, James changes between like blue, green, yellow, black, or whatever shirt he's wearing. Doesn't matter. So sometimes it's Batman. The thing that I really, really do like about I may change my favorite color to Batman. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't realize that was an option. That was an option. My favorite Is that somewhere between me. black and gray? Uh, yellow motherfucker. <laughs> um, what? Oh, I have been doing this thing it's where I see women orphans. with yellow nails. I will compliment them because they want to be seen. That's I true. don't know why that's a thing, but I am. Psychologically uh, speaking, that's interesting. It is. So, so, so hold on. So the one thing I like about I Young Frankenstein is that there was nothing when it was being put into play that was in the same boat, and it was such a one-off scenario. Oh, man. The reason I really like that is, like, Blazing Saddles is playing on, like, all the stuff that just happened with Martin Luther King, all the cool stuff that went that way. Sure. Right? When you look at Spaceballs, it's Malcolm playing X, off all that, yeah. everything. Spaceballs is playing on all the, like, the sci-fi, sci-fi you know, Star Wars, everything else, yep, right? Yep, Robin yep. Hood Men and Tides came out right after Robin Hood. Prince you know? of Thieves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the thing is, is that I think <coughs> Young Frankenstein was just let's make this fun let's not make this a social commentary oh yeah let's let's just be goofy with great writing well and it was him telling the story yeah that was the was, really cool part it was just it, there was no agenda great, yeah and that's what i think i really like about it because if i want to switch off and watch a movie young frankenstein because not only can i quote the goddamn entire movie um <laughs> uh, but like it's not like ooh, i can't say the n-word Ooh, you oh yeah this yeah you're not quoting blazing saddles and next yeah, company right exactly you know but for, for uh, young frankenstein uh, yeah. like every line is just it's just one of those things you listen to it and you're like, God, that's a great fucking line. So can I can I go back to why Blazing Saddles yes. is mine? So I got to introduce my buddy Corey mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. to Blazing Saddles. <laughs> <laughs> and for anyone that listens to Oklahoma Life or Cows and Canoes, we just had him on there. Yeah. We just had Corey on as a guest, and he is a professional football player who is retired and is now coaching at a local high school. Yeah, so Corey. let's 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 rephrase this. Let's put a six one. foot five. Corey is a six foot five, two hundred two hundred and seventy pound black man. Yeah, he his playing weight was three ten. That's what I was gonna Dang. say. He yeah. was three hundred. Big boy. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But it wasn't. Where's a size sixteen shoe? No yeah. fat on this body. Like this dude's. A, I wear a size sixteen shoe. Almost. Yeah, but let's almost. go ahead and add two hundred pounds to you. <laughs> Yeah, so he's a but, yeah. really big dude. So he's a really big black dude from Louisiana, and he's been dealing with racial stuff his whole life. Absolutely. And so anytime he walks into a room, he's getting profiled. Absolutely. Like this mother. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And there's nothing I can do about it, and I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah. Um, but What's I, he, he watched the movie, and he thought it was absolutely hilarious. But he goes back and returns. It's hard not to. He returns to Detroit. And Jim Schwartz, who at the time was the head football coach, yeah. comes out to the podium. Oh, you told and me. And he this. goes, Excuse me while I whip this out. And so he quotes Blazing Saddles from where Sheriff Bart walks up and he's standing on the podium in front yeah. of all the town of to white pull folks. Out his speech. Excuse me while I whip this out and pulls out his speech instead of his <laughs> dong, which is what you're expecting. And and so Corey on the podium. Corey is the only one laughing. Because nobody else has watched the damn movie. Yeah, I love that movie, dude. It's <laughs> and so, so good. he got that reference simply because mm. of my love for Mel Brooks. It was just funny, man. Yeah. Like, why would that even matter? No, it's so good, though. Like, here's the thing I really love about Blazing Saddles, though, right? Like, it is a social commentary. I'm not going to disagree whatsoever, right? Um, but I really do enjoy how well put together the lines are. Where they're just enough to make you go, oh, shit, that's not okay. Right. But at the same time, make you go, but that's pretty fucking funny. Yeah. Right? Like, like there's a line that's always out in the sand. He's making this fun of you. is bouncing both sides all of the time. He's making and fun God, of it's so you good. for thinking yeah. those things. Yeah. No, I know. He's that's laughing why it's at so our good. ignorance. Yeah. And that's why it's beautiful because... It's so good. Yeah. It's so well written that, that's, like... No, Mel Brooks is a fucking genius because the simple oh, yeah. fact that he has faced circumstances like mm-hmm. that in his life and he doesn't turn around and try to impose some bullshit view on the world he makes it funny oh yeah he turns it into a cinematic experience that makes anyone look at it and go that's retarded so there's a really good interview with him and uh russell crowe oh good well God. no no hold on so they're I can talking only imagine. about they're, no so it's on a tv show and uh so uh mel brooks also was like, a robin hood him well right yeah, so but russell, russell crowe's Crow. a funny dude he dude. actually so uh An mel brooks was dude. like we watch gladiator dude, dude. once a month me and my buddy we <sighs> watch it hell? we watch it once a month you know my life would probably be better if i did that and russell crowe <laughs> was like he's he's sitting right next to him he's like oh my god like that's like the greatest thing i ever heard and mel brooks responded with we always talk about what what scenes we would cut out <laughs> he's such a dick. <laughs> like, how great is that? He's like Russell Crowe's over here. Like, holy shit! Mel Brooks watches my movie every month. Every month, and they're like, "Yeah, this is shit I get rid of." He's like, "Huh." <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of something. I I, I can't it's remember. So good, dude. I can't remember who I was listening to this interview. It was a it was a famous classical rock musician. 
But he was talking about... Let's call it Freddie Mercury. No, it was not Freddie Mercury. Oh, but shit. we'll just go with the, the sweater name Fred. Oh, so, all right. Fuck it, whatever. So it was Fred. Fred. And uh, Don Henley showed up to, oh. a, to an album signing. And he goes, hey, man, like, I really enjoy your shit. And uh, I want you to sign this for me, man. Like, like, I think you're one of the best young musicians out there. And old bro, Fred, signed Don Henley's copy of this record. He's like, thanks for making so much amazing music. Yours truly, blah, 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 blah. And then he went back and scratched out the amazing. That's fantastic. Thanks for making so much music. <laughs> all right, so let's have some fun, right? So we all know Mel Brooks uh, is a great writer. And I say we all as in Nick and I do because the two of you <laughs> fuck off. Excuse uh, me? <laughs> I'm kidding. I would like to uh, state right now that he has influenced lots of Love. Absolutely, well, I've seen so, lots of no, them. So, so now the question, the question was: though. Is if you enjoy Mel Brooks movies? He didn't say that he wasn't a quality writer. I no, just no, don't no. like Spaceballs, and so, apparently I'm an asshole. You are though. It's not no. not because of Spaceballs. It's well, remember the premise of the conversation was: Look, man, you can't I am be wrong. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so here, here's the thing, though, right? Rude. So this is a conversation Absolutely. I literally had with somebody the other day. Oh shit. Um, well, no, it was after we watched that goddamn movie from Will Ferrell, uh, and somebody Eurovision. said Will Ferrell is the Mel Brooks of today. Okay, oh, I take offense. Fuck that. No, I will state right now, Will Ferrell is the highest paid actor with the lowest grossing movies. Yes. They said Will Ferrell is the Mel Brooks of today. No. 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 Coen Brothers? You're not wrong on that one, but like, uh, uh, but is Will Ferrell- Shaun of the Dead. Oh. That dude. That dude, I would no. say. No. I, I don't hold disagree. On, hold I on. really do enjoy. Paul's, the guys that brought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. It's yeah. Nick, Nick Frost and, and um, Simon, uh, Simon, Pegg. Simon Pegg. Yes. So here's the thing. I, I would give them more of a Monty Python vibe. I can get that. And it's not just because they're British. It's the choice Topics that the they way go, that they yeah, do their it's, it's that, the way that they do it. That's the English so undertone. So the, the reason, the reason why I think Mel Brooks correlates better to the Cohen Brothers is because it's more slapstick. Yeah. Because Mel Brooks was very intricate with his back and forth. Because even in Robin Hood Men in Tights, you have the back and forth between Prince John and the Sheriff of Rottingham. And so he's he's kind of keen to that, and I think the Cohen brothers do that really well. Another one that I feel uh, gets a little bit of his his Mel mm. Brooks vibe, uh, Kevin Smith. No, absolutely. Yeah, I don't think so. I, I think absolutely not slapstick wise, but I think his style of comedy. Yes, thank you. Well, because like if you look at Dogma and you can't put Dogma next to Blazing Saddles and say Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back. Well, if you put the two the of those way it side goes by after side, the internet, if and you all can't that, put the two of those together, yeah. yeah. Well, and I mean, and then you have the religious undertones with the Golden Calf and I'm Ruby sorry, and all but that. I would, yeah, I would, yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. A lot of people miss the Golden Calf thing though, yep. which is yeah. which is brilliant yeah. by the oh, way. Oh, it's beautiful, and the yeah. fact that he ties that into Jay and Silent Bob Strike back and then mm -hmm. brings in will ferrell so here's the thing though about the coen brothers and like i will say something about mary just like i feel like mel brooks could write that yeah no no question but like there are certain oh, movies brother, where art that coen brothers have done oh brother where art thou uh uh lebowski Ooh, um the big, lebowski. The big lebowski but like there are a few That's movies a cult that actually it's not just cult classic that actually changed the world there are people there is a religion centered around the big lebowski <laughs> that's stupid the dude that's, abides. that's not a thing like <laughs> name another movie that has done that 
Like, you can't... Star Wars. There's an order of Jedi Knights. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Star Trek. Star Trek, there's an order of Starfleet. To put that into that kind of realm? Holy shit. Because, I mean, you're talking... Hold on, hold on. So... Oh, there are people out there staring at clouds right now. What? I've not heard that one. That's a new one. So to kind of get back at what I think Brandon's trying to point out is that you're talking about epics... Yeah. You're talking about things that are outside, like fantasy, phantasmal. Yeah. There is nothing phantasmal about 1990s Los Angeles. No. I mean, it's a dude in a bathrobe that bowls and drinks white Russians. No, he's And he calls them the Caucasians. Dude. Yes. I mean, what? Now, here's the crazy thing. One of my relatives, mm-hmm. who is a very high, he's probably the most brilliant person in our family as far as engineering and all that kind of stuff goes he has a mural of the Andy Warhol uh, uh, not Madonna help me out Marilyn Monroe Okay, yeah, with yeah, the, the multicolor the yep. you know the multicolor yeah, yeah, all that stuff know. of the Big Lebowski I've seen <laughs> people do that he dresses up as Walter and uh, goes to Big Lebowski conferences. No. <laughs> no, you're lying. No. <laughs> what? Scout's on it, bro. Know that. When yes. did that start? Oh, no. It's been a thing. Like, I did not know that. Yeah. His, that makes me so his, happy, though, at the wh- same time. That is so one of, good. One of his quotes was at, his, uh, at a passing of uh, someone, and he said one of my fondest memories was whenever they would show up at – our college and get stoned with me and my friends yeah it was just it was funny as hell man it was just it was like oh that's crazy man you guys not think bill murray's a badass bill murray's not a writer though what has he written he just saved new york city wrote uh, like ghostbusters but that's about it yeah but uh (laughs) well dan Aykroyd was involved in that dan Aykroyd takes control so we're still talking writing producing another fair enough another uh brother group that is very much like that which Uh, the zucker brothers zucker I like the Zucker Brothers. Enlighten me. <laughs> the concerned look. Yeah, no, so I'm sure I know. The the Naked Gun. Did, yeah. Naked Gun. Oh, okay. Yeah. The, the Wachowskis yeah, yeah. did Matrix. Yeah. Which is 22 years old, by the way. Or Jupiter Ascending. 22 oh, years old. Oh, that movie old. was terrible. I didn't watch it, honestly. Good. You did a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of the... It, I'll say it right now. It's one of the few times Sean Bean didn't die. <laughs> He's not wrong. Which explains why the movie... He straight up died. All right, let's, let's, That's a fucked up Let's, let's right shift there. the conversation into epics, right? So um, we all know that there are always these, like, trilogies. The Godfather, the There's Lord the of the Rings. There's the real Ring, trilogy. Uh, things like that that are, that are these big Clark's fucking two. movies yeah. that, that people actually jump into and say, like, this is a thing you got to see. Right, mm. like I think the Godfather, the first Godfather, absolutely. The rest of the Godfathers are kind of like the Gay. rest of the Matrix. I don't really care. Um, well, we were trying to copy Roman. Wow, no, the first you're one just bypass. So I mean, the first I one's the only good one. And the Animatrix. The Animatrix is all. Animatrix okay. I'm not cool. talking about the Matrix. I was going to say <laughs> the Godfather could, two and three. I, I understand not necessarily loving two, but how do you just bypass three? It's not it, I continuity. The entire okay. the entire big picture. Yeah, two two was kind of a whiff for me. Right. So, so like, and I just recently watched it because I avoided the Godfather forever. Godfather one because people told me I had to watch balls. It. Like and so, the I, first Godfather is so good. Oh, it's amazing. But then two came out, and you're like, what the fuck? I thought three. I thought three, three brought was it back. Great. I thought three brought it back for me. But, but for I understand trilogy, where you're coming from. Yeah, you want the continuity. Yeah, the trilogy. It's shit. 
Um, you mean it's kind of like this last Star Wars It's like Wars The thing? Hobbit. No, it's like oh. The Hobbit, dude. The trilogy of The Hobbit. It's that bad. Dude, um, don't... Why are you even talking about this shit? Because I said we we're going to... What's next? Dragon Ball Evolution? Ooh, that's a bad movie. Um, let, but, <laughs> but for real, what is the best trilogy? If you had to send somebody to say, hey, listen, these three movies back to back in order, <laughs> what are you sending them to watch? Oh, that's a good question. First three Star Wars, first three... I'd probably be one of them. Lord of the Rings, what do you got? Everybody's like, shit, this is hard. That's real Ooh, the rough. Back to the Future movies, man. Hands Fuck. down. That was going to be my answer. Fuck. That That's is, a good answer. That is I, the greatest trilogy, in my opinion, of all time. There's so many problems with that. No. There are. No, I disagree. Name one. Just... I feel like Back to the Future. Okay, first off, I think off. it's the greatest trilogy of all time. Okay, correct me real quick because I'm having some trouble with my okay, mind. Okay, fire here. away. Uh, back to the Future Part Two is where they go back into the uh, they go into the future, right? Okay, so no, so Back to the Future Part Two is whenever they go back to the, the 1950s West. again, and then they pop up to the ni- uh, the 2010s. Okay, okay. <laughs> the so, so Part Three is where uh, they're in the West, right? Correct. Three is the West. Okay, yeah. so I love Western movies. Okay, I love that one. I love Back to the Future. When that guy comes into the saloon, it's Biff's ancestor, and he's yep, like talking yep, shit to Doc Tan. Brown, and he's like, "I told you, I'd do this." Blah, blah. Like, I well, that I, happened in every movie, though. That's what makes I know. it so great. Is I know, that. but what I'm saying is, I don't like the second one when they go in the future. I don't like that well, movie. No. So when they go, they go to the 50s and they go back in time at the I, same time. I get that. But what I'm saying is the only thing I liked about that movie was the fucking self-lacing Nikes and the hoverboard. That's, I mean, there's Biff, so much more to Biff it. Biff still runs into the fucking manure. I, I get that. But what I'm saying is that that movie, the, the, the part two of that franchise did not captivate me. I disagree. Me I'll watch it part every one and part three did. Hmm. Just I'll saying, watch it every my personal time. opinion. That's just my personal opinion. It doesn't mean I, shit. Again, you can be wrong. Yeah, like I said, <laughs> it doesn't mean shit. My personal opinion is I didn't like so, this. So, yeah, well, you had something you're trying to, like, He's looking up out. A, what's, so, what's your trilogy? Uh, there, another good trilogy that was... There's a the microphone end. I need you to use. Yeah, bro. Shut your mouth. The Mad Max trilogy. <laughs> I disagree, because Fury Road, I think, is one of the worst That's movies That's not in done. the trilogy, bro. Are oh, you talking about the actual first two and Mad then Max, the one that happened in, like, 93? Road Warrior. Thunderdome. Thunderdome, yeah. Welcome to you're, the Thunderdome, You're bitch. not... I like the f- I've met that guy. quote from Waiting uh, on oh, yeah? that one, though. Um, you way know better. the 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 big Spin black the way dude from, uh, man. in the army now? Uh, Pauly Shore? No. No, big, the black big black dude. Oh, Definitely uh, not Pauly Shore. Sorry, no. in the army now is always Pauly Shore. I, that guy actually worked for Domino's, and oh, uh, wow. when uh, we would do our rallies, he would always be the guy that would go up and do the pep stuff, like clapping and saying the chant, and he would always say, You white boy! So, hold on. <laughs> Tell me if this is on there. Uh, so, just trilogy. Oh, he's looking up Die Hard. So, no, no, no. I have 33 great so, so oh, Die Hard is So, if there trilogy. is a fourth, do good. I have to claim it? Yes. Even if Is it canon? Well, some no. of these things. <laughs> All right. I'm going to say so Indiana like, Jones. Ooh. Oh, that's a good one. So first have three. you ever you read the book? To, hold on, hold on. You hold on. have first to pull. Three. No, you that's have to pull one. in Crystal Skull. I, I only reason I say disagree. that is that because he I'm is still agree with Nick. a main character in that movie. The Alien trilogy. 
Alien Ooh. trilogy is fine, even though Prometheus was a fucking uh, alien Bullshit. part of the trilogy. But you see, this is what that's where the five line is. in the movie. But that well, but that's where the line is: yeah. is that nobody from the original Alien trilogy was in it. So, so I'm also, at that point, I I agree with I'm you. I'm also gonna say Rocky. He was all the way through Creed, though. Like he's been in that's every. I'll, I'll take I'll I'll take every single Rocky movie ever made. I think Rocky Five is the one. <sighs> the where I got Evil out of Dead both. trilogy. The what? Solid. <laughs> Evil Solid. Dead. What did he say? Evil, Evil Dead. Solid. It's the one where the guy's got the shotgun as the arm. No, it's so good, though, because the Necronomicon is such a terribly fantastic B-movie. Yeah. Greatest B-movie, in my opinion, of all time, actually. Wow. It, like it's it freaks? That Come on. Good. No, like, it's Better so than Grohl? Grohl, <laughs> yes. Hesher? Beastmaster. Dude, Have you guys no, ever seen so Hesher? Good. The Toy Story trilogy. Ooh. That's a good point. Well, no, there's Toy Story 4. Yeah, but... Hey, uh, 4 may be the best one of them all. Yeah, Which, yeah. I haven't seen I, it yet. 4 really good. If wrong. you haven't seen 4 yet... I want to. You I need will to. Say, I've got Disney+. Plus. I will say, for kicking off a franchise, that first, star, uh, first Toy Stories, I think is on the realm of the first Star Wars movie for how people perceived it. Bro, it was... Toy Story is um, the most monumental movie of my childhood. So I grew up in the 90s yeah, as no, a that's, small that's child. Your, that's your Star Wars. I remember uh, the N64 game of, of Toy Story when we first... Got, mm-hmm. or, no, it wasn't even when we, when we had an N64. It was on a Sega, actually. It was... Was it? Sega, yeah. Well, anywho, before we moved off Robbie Road and moved yep, to Owasso, yep. we we had somebody come over. It was one of your friends. He had a feather in his fucking hat. I don't know who it was. It wasn't Billy, though. Anywho, this dude showed us this game. We were, like, riding around in an RC car yeah. trying to get buzzed somewhere. That game was fucking great. All right, so, Jason, you, you've postulated a few movies. What do you think is the best? He's a fence-sitter. Oh, man. Ugh. Pull see, the trigger. See, I'm so... You have to choose something if I had at this to point. Choose one, you have to choose something. Oh, man. Just, you choose or would you be leave with that I told ball you to sack. Give a top three. No particular order. Uh, oh, man. The top three, no particular order. Well, I'd have to definitely put Star Wars up there. Original trilogy. Uh, original trilogy. Not the not that hackney... Jar-Jar. Or the remo- remastered one. <laughs> Me's gonna fuck things up! <laughs> yeah, let's just add a bunch of shit to the background. All right, need so, okay, so you got that. All right, that's one. Oh God! Uh, honestly, I, I I'd have to say the uh, well no because the third one was god oh, boy. awful. I was gonna say the Alien trilogy, but that don't, has more to do with my family in general. Just love me some aliens. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the first one though was hands down one of those movies. It's like Godfather. Did you the know first one that kicks it off and you're like, hold God on, damn, that's hold fantastic. On. It's the, so good. The original uh, script of Alien One had Sigourney Weaver dying yes. and the alien actually took her voice and fucking radioed. I remember that. And the the whole continuity of that franchise is actually based on Riley. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's it's basically just like, hey, let's do this instead. Damn. And that spawned a goddamn you know, franchise. You know what you just did? You just opened my can, can of worms. worms. Terminator. Okay. Terminator. Oh, Terminator. Here's another yeah. Die Hard. Two. Okay. Die Hard. I'm One just and say, two, I agree with I'm gonna, Terminator. Me and Brandon are on the, the same page right here. Terminator 2 is the greatest film of the 90s. Did you see Terminator just, Salvation? No. Uh, yes. Yeah, but did. Yeah, yeah. Terminator like 2. It? It was is it, isn't that the, la- the, the the newest one? Brandon, let me ask you. Well, what's, not the newest what's, one. What's the better film? It was in the, the 90s? one with uh, fuck these guys. Genesis was the newest one, wasn't it? Yeah, and I liked so it. Yeah. Genesis sucked. So it's Whatever, not that Terminator dude. Two was a bad movie. <laughs> yeah, Terminator Salvation all, was the one right? with uh, no, no, no. Chris. I'm asking you why you like Terminator One and Two because those are the best Wait, movies. Right, those are, but for oh, the, yeah. the, the third Nolan, one, I'm out. But like from Batman. 
Yeah, if I'm gonna Batman take Batman Begins, yeah, that's a good trilogy no. too. No uh, one's a good dude. I didn't even think about that one, but in, that has to be in the top like three. Batman Begins, Batman, yeah, Dark Knight, yeah, and yeah, Dark Knight Rises, yeah, Ooh, dude. the Dark Knight trilogy. Hey, I'm the just Dark gonna Knight say, I'm, so yeah. so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take this right here. I'm, I'm gonna so say good. it right here. That trilogy is the reason we have the current MCU. Absolutely, Ooh. I'm gonna agree with him. I'm gonna agree with him because no, the dark, dark and gritty. No, no, no. Yeah, Iron Man. That. No, came listen. Out before that, Iron Man. No, 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 no. Came out before no, that. I understand. And they that. saw the That's success. Where it started. But they. So here's the reason I say no. Hold on. No. When did Iron Man come out? Ninety nine. It was the first modern. Age I know it was the movie. one released. Yeah. And then Dark or Batman Begins came out, and it like kind of flopped. Three or four or something. It kind of flopped. Something but then like Dark Knight Rises comes out in 06. Something like that, yeah. And Dude, when Heath it, Ledger hit the screen, god damn. Well, not even he. Whenever, I think probably the most dramatic scene for me was the Hong Kong scene. Oh, where, oh. He, where he took him out the building? Where he jumps out of the building. Yeah, I mean, lifted his ass out. Because, I mean, they started with the Joker on the roof. Yeah. And then Batman just Batmans the hell out of it yeah. in another continent. And, and then Morgan Freeman. Wow. I mean, I can't disagree with you there. Well, but I mean, like, he's God. I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> I'm Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Bruce um, Almighty. Listen, Bruce. Get busy living or give. Hey, I did use that quote. This is Almighty or Evan And I'm going to put you in this. What do you and you're going to go about um, Bruce, the Austin yeah. Powers trilogy. Oh, <laughs> terrible, <laughs> terrible. Hey, the you're not making Ducks those trilogy. movies. It's got Michael Caine too. Terrible. It's got movies. Michael Caine just like The Dark Knight. Terrible I knew somebody was movies. gonna Mighty <laughs> Duck. Fuck that. One and two, yes. Three, no. Oh, uh, three was beautiful. Three was school. great. Yeah, fuck high school. Yeah, no, I'm out. Mighty Duck, <coughs> dick. Notice nobody Man. says Lord of the Rings, although that is always okay. So, so here's you guys the, issue. the Blade Talk, trilogy. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Ooh, no. the Blade trilogy's really good. Blade and trilogy? Are you kidding no, me? That's a Marvel movie. That started off the whole MCU, actually, if you want to talk Ooh. about actually what started the MCU. The is, Blade trilogy. It was actually is the great. success of the Blade trilogy. Way to destroy my argument, Patton. But, but son of a bitch. He's not but, wrong. That's such a good concept. I will no, say. Man, I will say. Nobody knew it was a comic book. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Nobody and, knew Blade was a comic and, book. And I'm sorry, but Blade 3 sucked dick. No, fuck off. No. It was so it, good. It, it, no, it, Blade 3 was bad because Wesley Snipes was a dick. Yeah. You know what was no, bad about No, literally. No, what Jason's saying, literally, is the director and the screenwriter had to literally leave post-its notes post-its. on his goddamn trailer door, and he would read those and be like, yeah. Fuck off! He would not talk to him directly. He that whole mo- movie with yeah. his he part had, is he improv. He had assistants talk to Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, I'm not. Well, he would not you, speak to Ryan I'm Reynolds. Yeah, hey, you're wrong. All I'm I gotta it's a say great is series. Ryan Reynolds in that movie with Jessica Biel's ass. Triple H, and then yeah, Triple H is a bad dude along with the guy from from Prison, Prison Break. Break that plays yes. Drake. Who so is good. Dracula from the ancient? It I was beautifully it. well done. But Ooh. what I'm saying is the acting is awful. It's uh, Wesley Snipes. You're okay. not. You're not going. That's like okay. You're okay. not going to fall in love with a that's, volleyball, right? I mean, it's not Tom Hanks. I, I mean, what do you, say, what do you want him to do? Wilson, I know but, that's what I'm saying. So I'm just saying though, like the fact that the it, it it is a great series. Don't get me wrong. What was I? The, I love Blade growing up because I'm. A little bit younger than you guys, and Blade to me, when I was young, was all action gore. I love that crap. But what I'm saying is, going back and rewatching the film, 
It's you so can't good. compare Blade Three to to Return of the King, like Brandon's saying. And mm-hmm. I've been kind of holding back on this Lord of the Rings aspect. Well, but well, everybody the has. That's the thing. That's Lord, the question. Lord of the Rings is one of the most beautiful cinematic cinematic accomplishments. Hands down, it was the first like full 4K. I remember, film. I remember the first it's time. A love story I re- about a holy man shit. Garden. Jurassic Park. Trilogy. Fuck that. One was Fuck that. Fuck that. Because the second one was even worse. I'm doing Jurassic World. No, no. Jurassic I'll, World. I'll get into that in a second. I'll get into that in a second. When Brandon and I first saw uh, uh, an advertisement for Lord of the Rings, I remember the reason I was psyched for this movie was because of what Brandon said. Now we. It, I don't remember what I said. My mom, my mom told him and our older brother, "It's witchcraft." Take him to the movies with you. Brandon and Dustin went to see Saving Private Ryan. Great movie. I sat through that movie. Didn't know God, what the fuck movie. was going on. Wonderful I was, movie. Good movie. I was, God. I was like eleven years old, ten years old, something. I didn't know what the hell was going. So on. So heavy. But so here's a question. Hold, hold on, on, hold on, let him finish. In 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 the ads for that movie, I remember specifically me. Him and our older brother were sitting in the very back row of Theater 10 at the Dickinson Theater, which is now known as the AMC Owasso. Sure. But we were sitting there, and the the ad was the or it was not in the movie. It was orcs and like charging men. And he looked at me and said, I've read about this, and no other movie has had as many extras. This movie's gonna be crazy. Yeah. All right, and so I was so stoked about that just for the fact of the amount of people in this movie. Yeah. Lord of the Rings kind of covered a scope. Even if you talk about this trilogy is great because of the continuity, this, that, the acting, whatever. Lord of the Rings had a system laid out to where there was this core cast. Yep. There was this huge, which formed the nemesis system actually in the video games, which right. is the same system that was in, involved in the movies. Right. Where they generated people. Like, I mean, the battle scales on Lord of the Rings right, were so amazing. Here's the real question. Has Tom Hanks been in a bad movie? Yes. Yes. What? Um, uh, the What's the movie where the bathtub falls through the Money no, Pit? Money, Money Pit's Money fantastic. Pit's and Money you only great. say that because you've you, never bought you, a house. You didn't really watch it. No, I I you saw it. Here's house. the thing. I love Tom Hanks acting oh. in the movie. Money Pit. You saw him as a kid. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. Hold on, listen. Money Pit's listen fantastic. To me, listen to my opinion before you start judging me. I judging. think that Tom Hanks carries the movie. Yeah. I think the movie itself is not that great. I disagree. I think that I think Money Pit's a great movie because listen, I if bought a, a house and like if a bathtub fell through the second shit. if the if the bathtub fell through the second floor and you had say um I want to say Gary Busey because that's the first name that comes to mind. But uh, what's what's the bad guy? Uh, Kevin Spacey. Say you had Kevin Spacey leading that role. Doesn't fit the narrative with no. the timeline of the movie. Sure. But what I'm saying is the actor's deliverance makes that movie what it is. Well, but that's the same time as Big, in which case Big is Big's a great movie, movie, though. Maze and Monsters. Maze of Monsters is a good Ooh. movie, too. No, Have that I was the movie about movie? him. Uh, that was the one where he did the uh, anti-D&D movie. It's from 1982. I've I don't seen think I've that seen one. that one. Have you seen that one? No, like almost no one has. It's literally one of his first things. Okay, he, so he I'm going to throw out. D&D I'm going to throw out. My mom had that on VHS and our major Cat. releases that are widely known. Has he done a bad thing? Um, I actually have a favorite that most people probably haven't heard of. Which one? Joe versus the volcano. I do yeah. know that one. That's a great movie. 
That's cult classic as it gets, but that's a top end. My mom had that on VHS too. Sixteen men on a dead man's chest, just walking into work, bro. The fluorescent lighting. Yeah. Uh, My thing about Tom Hanks and like I'm gonna I'm gonna confess. Road to Perdition, beautiful movie. Oh yeah, with uh uh oh what's the guy's name? Um, he makes dressing. Paul Newman. Yeah, Paul Newman. Don't yes. ask me why that Paul helps. Paul Newman. Yes. Don't no, ask you're, me you're why that wrong, helps, though. but it does. But like, you it don't helps. see Paul Newman very <laughs> well, often. In which case, and here's the other thing. There he is. Yeah. Daniel Craig. Yeah. 007. He plays the yep. whiny ass son. Mm-hmm. The shady here's, dude. Here's yep. my thing. But I think, I think Daniel Craig has been ruined by 007. I disagree. I think <sighs> that 007 really tight kicks him. Pierce Brosnan's ass. Absolutely, uh, acting acting chops wise, yes. But I'm saying that I think Daniel Craig has been screwed as an actor by like typecast. Not, You're talking about typecast. Yeah, I'm not saying he hasn't been screwed financially, but I think Daniel Craig would be much better. Um, so I would argue employed in a different sense than what was what, which 007 film was it with him where he's just recovering? Cloud and, Atlas. That was a terrible movie. He was I didn't in. See what it. the fuck? That's my favorite movie. Um, is it really? I love that movie. That movie's terrible. It's You're stupid. Twisted. You haven't seen. You haven't read the underlying. <laughs> hold message. on, hold on. We're not attacking people and their intelligence. Did no. we play this? I, I just said that you haven't read the narrative of the movie. What I'm saying is Daniel Craig. Before, was that before or after you said I was stupid? What's the movie? <laughs> I said you're fucking retarded. I think. Wow. <laughs> wow. I'm just joking. That went the wrong way. It was joking. But Daniel Craig, what's the movie with him and the two uh, twins in the house, where like. It, it's a haunted movie in like 2010. I want to say, like, are you Dana- talking about Nicole Kidman? Yes. So uh, yes. that's them. Them. Or I think something. it's called them. Yeah. But I, like I, I really think what hindered Daniel's acting career is a lot of people were invested in the Golden Compass. Mm-hmm. I and love it, the Golden Compass. Now here's the thing. Did you know that it's on HBO? They're, they not and the it's called series. something else. Her dark or his dark his, materials is not well, the same thing. Well, no, his dark it, materials is the same story, is but the it's the actual not as good. story. It's, it's a, but if you've actually, I've watched, oh, I've read all the books. I've watched the two seasons that they have Are on they HBO. Good? I enjoyed it probably more than the Golden Compass, well, but it it takes a while to get outside the of Compass the is really original. Good. Yeah. And whenever they get into the north, then man, does oh, it get they actually opened pop up? Over. Well, and I mean, like the guy that's playing Daniel Craig's uh, <sighs> character is um, Polar Express. Polar Express is great. Hold on, uh, the guy from uh, plays Xavier. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the the help me young out. new Xavier, not yes, not about Patrick Stewart. Correct, the new guy. Yeah, I can't remember his name. James McAvoy. McAvoy. So James, James McAvoy, McAvoy plays the lead role that yes. is Daniel Craig in the right. movie. And man, it's it's twisted, bro. What? And yeah, they're no. not nice. Well, like, and the polar bear kicks have ever, ass. Have you ever read the story though? I haven't because I like the movie so much. Well, no, that's that's, well, that's very uh, the, the movie limiting, is actually. Bro. Well, no, here's the thing: the movie is actually fairly accurate to the original baseline story. Um, it's not far off. I prefer video. Yeah, no, I'm not disagreeing. I know, um, but like, I'm lazy. it's fantastic in in theory. Like, it was done really, really well. Yeah. Um, no, and I agree. And the, whenever they didn't come out with the second Golden Compass, churches, I was pissed. Churches. Well, and that's what it was. Well, it's the Roman Catholic Church more it, so in than general. No, no, it was just in general. This thing it got boycott coming out and released before it ever happened. So I hate to harken back to our trilogy thing, but you know a trilogy <laughs> we totally forgot to add in there? Oh, all of them? The Mariachi trilogy. Oh, you're talking about that from Dust Till Dawn and all that shit? Uh, Desperado. Desperado. Yeah, yeah, Once yeah, Upon yeah. a Time in Mexico. Once Upon a Time. What's the third one? 
I oh my god, uh, the mariachi. What? Is that really what it's called? Oh, I haven't seen that. I've seen the first two, yeah. but I, I didn't know it was a trilogy. Yeah, it's a okay. trilogy hmm. by Robert Rodriguez. Yeah. All right. So I, I was looking up Man, um, a lot of really movies names from Tom Hanks too. just now. Sure. And here's the thing that that I think that I really want to finish out and on. I really like the before we move on the uh, trilogy. Um, he that has no name. I don't know. Or something like anyway, it's it's uh Nicholas Capella hmm. and it's like the good, the bad, and the ugly, oh, man yeah, with yeah, no yeah. name, uh, and uh, uh they, Pale Rider. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that is a great trilogy that is from the sixties, seventies Western That was that on I, my list. I think is really kind of turned it yeah, up. So that was Westerns. kind of my last touch on that. So the Because uh, they're filmed in Italy. You're not wrong. Actually Spaghetti Western. That's actually why they call it that. Um I was actually going to throw out the last piece that's a really interesting piece and this I don't want to get back to the previous podcast question but like um, he actually played Professor Langdon in all the Dan Brown movies from the books right so Tom Hanks did yeah you're talking Um, Angels and Demons um, The Da Vinci Code and Inferno Inferno Inferno. but if you if you take that guy and say he also played in uh, you know, um, Cloud Atlas. Cloud Atlas, but he played uh, in Big, and then he also played Forrest Gump, and yep. he also Turner played Hooch. Mr. Rogers, and then he also played Sully Sullenberger, and he also played Sully, and you're like, this fuck. And he also played Woody. So I'm gonna go out on a limb. And he's also on Apollo 13. Mr. Rogers. I, he said that. You know. And I'm gonna go out on a limb and say of the, the current age from Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. I'm gonna say. He's my number one actor of the current age. I'm going to say it. Okay, so I'm going to give you Denzel Washington. I was going to say the same thing. But between those two, I think you're spot on. Yeah. I think Denzel has a way of capturing his character that many people... I don't disagree. Like the Book of Eli, the the movie... Um, the Bone Collector? Not that one. Where no that's bone a collector. One. That's a amazing. great one. Amazing. John Candy, man. What's mm-hmm. the movie where like they see things before it's gonna happen? Deja vu. Deja vu. Yeah. yeah. Next. Just the way John Q. I'm not disagreeing that he's a great actor. I'm just saying is I'm that talking of about I think his acting. I think his acting chops. I have to say no. Tom Hanks is the best actor. What of I'm our saying. Age. What I'm saying is I think Denzel mm. has. Similar, if not better, acting chops, but Tom Hanks gets offered more roles. I don't think so. Well, I don't uh, think so. He's not so. So Denzel, you're looking at. Does Denzel have a trilogy? I wish. I bet he does. I just can't think of anything right now. Right. It's not that Denzel's a bad actor. Well, no, not at all. But I I think I think as far as standalone films, man, impact. I would actually, I would actually say Sam Jackson would be the runner-up to Tom Hanks. I can actually give you a list of uh, Tom Hanks, Leonardo DiCaprio, Denzel Washington, Leo Johnny Depp, John Morgan Depp Freeman. Good. Here's one that nobody gives credit to, Tom Cruise. Think about it, man. That dude is... Uh, he always comes up short for me. I don't like Tom hey, Cruise's acting. Here's the issue around Tom Hanks, or uh, uh, Tom, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. His, his middle tooth is in the in middle of his face. His front teeth are shifted. And if you look at a picture, his front tooth hey, hey. is in the middle. No, no, no. Until you see Scientology it, you cannot unsee it. Yeah, but Have I mean, you seen this? Stop. 
Have you seen this? No, you're not wrong. So, I mean, he's in The Outsiders. Risky Business. He's in Risky Business. Top Gun. Top Gun. Top Gun. Last Samurai. Dude, I'm still Tom Hanks on top of this, though. Have you seen uh, End of Days? Minority Report. Yeah, absolutely. Minority Report's fantastic. I thought End of Days, like, it grabbed... That was Not not End of Days. Help me out. It's the... um, the yeah, Tim LaHaye, where, Jerry B. No, no, Jenkins. He, you're talking about uh, Groundhog uh, Day. No, no, no. Oh, uh, where he keeps uh, dying. Tomorrow never That's, dies. That's uh, Bill Murray. Tomorrow uh, never dies. Oh, Stigmata. Loved that movie. Hold on. Stigmata, not, right? Not Stigmata. I, I was thinking tomorrow. No, not tomorrow. Never dies. That's, 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 James James that's the name. That's the theme, that's their little bubble theme for Stigmata it. Stigmata is the one I think uh, you're thinking oh of. God. Whenever his wife, Groundhog Day, he, he's a lawyer, and then, Edge of Tomorrow. Ooh, that's, that's a great what movie. I was thinking. Which one is that? I've seen that. So, Edge of Tomorrow. It is a futuristic Armageddon. We're yeah, under yeah. attack from an alien force, and every time we win. It turns time back and they've got to fix it. Yeah, I've seen thing. that. It's a weird yeah, freaking movie. But yeah, so oh God, it, he's hitting everything. You're good, dude. I'm like a turtle. <laughs> 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 Get right. up. So we're at 55 minutes. So let's go with the. That's uh, it. Yeah, let's go with the final okay. final thoughts on this one. Uh, can I can I interject? Greatest movie of all time. Can I interject? No okay. justification. Hold on. I want to just help him with the door. Just open Jason, the door. Jason, what the fuck is wrong with you, bro? Just open the door. It's fine. You gotta turn the knob this way. I'm mentally challenged, and I can do it. He's got, got a lot mentally challenged. He's got a lot going on. Yeah. Anyway, um, I was just joking. I was self-deprecating the way Brandon keeps telling me not to. But instead of just favorite movie, um, include favorite actor too. No, no, I just want favorite movie because we only got five minutes. Five favorite movie only. Nick, go. Braveheart. Ooh. Oh, Mel Gibson. I like it. I, I already said Cloud Atlas is definitely in the top because of the way the story takes place. I'm not going to try and defend that movie for people that don't understand it, but um, it's all based around a song, and that song transcends everything. It's all about the spirit. Uh, I'm going to in- include, you know, fuck it, whatever. That, that's it. Cloud Atlas. Forrest Gump. Forrest no I hate that movie. I hate Forrest Gump. I didn't Gump. ask you to love it. I said it's no, my I favorite. Know. I just think it's hilarious. You're my brother. And your favorite movie? Every time it's on, I can't not watch it. You know, if actually, it's on TV, I can't. Did not you watch it. did you listen to Bob Saget's interview on uh, Joe Rogan? Uh, some of it, yeah. So he talks about nine eleven for a second. Yeah, I heard that. And how he turned to Fox, and it was just playing Miss Doubtfire. Yeah. That's one thing. Robert Robin Williams, man. Mm-hmm. Robin Williams was in a phenomenal person mm-hmm. who brought joy and smiles and just warmth to everybody and the way everyone just like cringes when you say his name like just it, it, it's a personal do you, loss do you know to everyone why, do you know why he took his life i i, I don't know why anyone takes he got a positive um that's not him <laughs> Hi, Vanessa. Hi. He got a positive diagnosis for Parkinson's. I knew that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's why he took his own life. He didn't want to go through it. So I want to end out with actually a better question. Have you ever seen What Dreams May Come? Robin Williams movie? Yeah, I think so. Is that the one about hell? Ish. Yeah. 
I, I don't remember a lot of it, but I know it was really colorful. I, yes, very much so. I always encourage people to re-watch it. Um, it has nothing to do with actually the religion aspect of it. Right. Um, but it has to do with... Uh, one of my favorite parts is like there's a personal heaven thing that happens in each one of them. Right. So, um, you know, everybody like has their own thing. And like whenever somebody goes to the afterlife and like they're in a really bad place and whatever, they go to a place they can't be recovered from not necessarily hell they don't call it hell okay. um but it's something that like once they're there they can't recover mm. right and it's a really interesting thing that um after robin williams death um it it there's this parallel that happens right so once you get into a depressive cycle it's really hard to to recover from right, right. and stuck I, in a rut it, yeah, but like stuck in a rut in, in such a bad way that it's hard to understand for a lot of people. And sure. I, I think that is such a really it, it's one of those movies that you see it and then there's such a parallel between that person's life and in and, and reality. Um, you know, the rest of the world wants to see this guy move on and be better and, and come back and be great, in which case um, he couldn't do that, in which case he obviously took his own life. Um, it, it's such an interesting parallel post death. Sure. That I think it makes it a better movie than what it was before, which is a really shitty thing to say, and I understand that. But, like... No, you're saying he learned from this movie. Well, he didn't. He didn't learn from the movie. Well, what what you're saying is, is what he learned is what he got was... No, if... It, he would be around if he really pulled from the movie what it was about. It... That's the thing. No, no, no I, I understand, but because his what, wife what, commits suicide in that movie. What I'm saying is, is that he learned from the other example than what he had to go through. Mm -hmm. He understood that his wife's pain had ended. Well, his entire journey was bringing her back because there's no pain that's not recoverable from. Sure. So it's it's a they really, can't be redeemed. Sure. It, it's such a it, it's such an interesting if you think about Robin Williams and then you watch that movie and you put the two lives versus movie together. Yeah, if he would have applied the principles of the movie, it wouldn't have turned out the way that it did in real life. Yeah, in your opinion. Yeah, that's interesting. I'll have yeah. to go back and watch the movie and see if I come to the yeah, yeah same, same idea. Thing. Yeah, but yeah, no, I I think that's and I I really believe that that's kind of where all of this comes from. Is, yeah we're all sick of being stuck in this mm -hmm. area that, that, that we want something to hope for. Right. And so we're looking into the beyond. We're mm -hmm. looking into the heavenlies. We're looking into the future because we know that the answer is not behind us. And if it's in front of us, it's really well hidden. Right. And so we're just constantly seeking that answer. And so I would just continue to encourage people to always ask quality questions. And if the answer is, I don't know, then let's go find out together. Right. See, that's why I think is the beautiful point of what we got started on with Mel Brooks movies is the fact that he's making slapstick comedy about a, a circumstantial social cast. He's bringing... He's bringing it to where you can laugh about it from either side of the aisle. We can talk about it at the dinner table. You're 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 bringing it to a conversational <laughs> point. <laughs> yeah, but but he really brings it in a way that is delivered to people who would not normally think about things, and that's the one. Absolutely, that's the most beautiful thing about comedy, yeah. even in the the Greco-Roman conception of it in our Western civilization, is that comedy is just an 
oration or oration, I can't remember the word, but of just people making light of things that seem <laughs> heavy or just grim well that matter it's it's taking deep philosophical issues that people battle with on a day-to-day basis and putting it in a bite size we can laugh about this because we all struggle with it issue it's a universal truth exactly and and so i think that's really the age i think this is really the age that we're stepping into is the age of absolute truths because relativism has reached its breaking point but that's the problem nick is that that different castes, different tribes. I don't believe in that. No, hold on. I'm saying that. Hold on. Go ahead. Individuals or groups decide what is truth, and that's but the whole that, subjective. That's, truth. That, that's not absolute truth, and that's it's no. not. And this but what is I'm what I'm saying. Is that what's ca- that's what is causing the well, degradation? This is what I'm saying. I'm saying that relative truth, which is tribalism, which is what you're talking mm-hmm. about, yes. has reached its pinnacle. Yeah, and its breaking Absolutely. point. And so now the only way to go from well, this is right for us versus this is right for all is we have to figure out what the absolute truth is. And so the truth will be known. Yeah. Basically, what Nick is saying is that Jordan's stupid for not. No. That is not what I said. I was trying to make a joke. That is not what I I said. said, You didn't even listen. I said Jordan is stupid for not liking Spaceball. I was just tying in where we were going. Here's the thing. You say joke, and I say you're deteriorating your own personal view of your intellect. I agree. I do that. Because your words matter, and and I refuse. refuse. Brandon's absolutely right when when he was making jests about me doing that but i was just trying to tie in a joke about me hating space balls and being unfavorable no and i understand consensus. That. but what i but what brandon's saying about that and what you're saying about that is it is important for someone to find value not only in themselves but in other things too not just around them but in other things to not just well not things people people but also things and structures like mm. i think i think if people aren't important things become personal and we can see that in the modern social space and so this is this is what you're seeing is that you're seeing more people put value in stuff and, than they are and, people and, and I this would, is the American I would like to issue. take this I would like to take this to a non-political or non-religious issue is the fact that it's a community issue it's a community issue and the fact is that comedy is actually under scrutiny right now you have a a, a basis right now where where comedy like I said earlier Blazing Saddles, and you reconfirmed it, could not be remade exactly the way it was then, now. But we had a a, a 50% vote that Blazing Saddles was the best Mel Brooks film. And the, the fact of the matter is, is that me and you think that. They don't. One didn't know it. One did, but he just preferred a different movie. But if you took that to the broad spectrum of our social space many people would say that this movie is unacceptable it's not right it's not this it's not that that is that is completely detrimental to comedy well now i'm not saying comedy should be hateful what i'm saying is that comedy should be given the free reign to make fun of me and you hold on though and this is where the difference is is that well-written comedy is made to bring concepts to the forefront and not make fun of them. Well, that's right. You, you so nailed the head. The differential right there. is that you cannot be degradating to what you're making fun of. You have to be able to put it in such a light that it draws attention without saying that, you know, this scenario is is worthless. Like I said earlier, I was listening to the Bob Saget 
interview on the Joe Rogan, and I don't mean to quote that a bunch, but it was really fun. I love Bob Saget, but one one of the things they were talking about is the ability to just shit on something mm-hmm. without it being taken as as nasty and hostile. There's a certain comedic value to being yeah. able to shit on something, and just like you know, you do this, you do that, like you silly son of a bitch. There should be a point where. As a, a society, we should be able to understand that with comedy. And in, in this current social space is all I'm getting at is that comedy is not really given grounds to exist because everything is so this or that. And again, yeah. So we're going to go ahead and wrap. It, it, the, the entire thing, though, is that it if you're going to call it comedy, it needs to be funny. Well, and not hateful, not hateful. Not right. hateful, but still like, tasteful. Let let put it this way: is that somebody who uh, follows Nazism, making jokes jokes about Jews, let me just is not okay. No, but for instance, Bill Cosby was all about you know, like straight up family friendly comedy until. But no, no, what you're saying is absolutely right. Bill Cosby was the one comedian plop plop fizz fizz that was all about family friendly shit. But deep down inside, what was he doing? And it's not that people hate his comedy; is that you have to take the source to make it what it is. Yeah. So to rap. But what I'm that, saying is that comedians need to take things that are happening and actually bring them to you and me comedy, in a funny way. If and Bill Cosby did not do that. If you're gonna do comedy and you're gonna do it in such a way that is making fun of some other thing that is a opposition in any way, shape, or form, either you are understanding where it's coming from and writing it in such a way that everybody gets it or you are being hateful and yes. you're purposely throwing somebody under the bus. There's a difference between well thought out and just bullshit. Correct. And bullshit is most often hateful. Yes. In this day and age. So, uh, let's wrap. We're already over an hour and ten. So, what you got? Uh, God, God may Mel Brooks freaking ride a wild stallion. Uh, he's Jewish. May, when, whatever, lets you write no, a wild stallion no of comedy. <laughs> no stallions in Judaism. Did he just quote Bill and Ted? He did. Wild stallions. Speaking of trilogies. <laughs> uh, it's about that's, to that's be. True. That's what it's I'm saying. It's about to be. Next episode. The John Wick trilogy. There's one we didn't throw oh, out there. Oh, God I... dang it. Hey, John Wick 3. You guys ready? Was spectacular. I it was we baller. You know how many I've seen? Zero. And I don't care. You can be wrong. Dude, I you are see so them. wrong. I want to see them, but they're not on any of the streaming services. I He's didn't see them wrong. in theaters. He's not wrong, because I haven't seen John Wick 2 or 3. Hey, I went and saw John how, Wick 1 how about in the theaters. This? I own John Wick 1. I'll let you borrow it. Cool. So what about the other two? Yeah, I haven't you seen You come the other on two. over. I have them on my DVR. Right. We'll jerk each other off and watch John Wick. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a party to me. It puts the lotion on its skin. It is a party, just not one you want to be a part of. Hey, there's another one, Silence of the Lambs. Oh, that's the true. Hannibal, yeah. Hannibal yeah. trilogy. Hannibal. So actually Red Dragon. Four. What's the fourth one? So Silence of the Lambs. Uh, Red Dragon. Red Dragon. No, Red Dragon Hannibal. three. Then there's Hannibal. Or, oh, sorry. Hannibal Rising. So, so it's yeah. I don't Hannibal, count Rising. Hannibal Rising. No, it's, it wasn't count. terrible. No, no, no. It's a great movie. It's not a part of the trilogy. Yeah, Here's, it's a, it's a prequel. Here's yes. a trilogy we also haven't mentioned. The Dead trilogy. Walking Dead. No. Night of the Living Dead. Dawn, oh, of the dead, Dawn of the Day dead. of the Dead. Day of the Dead. But yeah, so um, Final Tom thoughts. Tom Hanks, great actor, best of our age. Uh, Hashtag <laughs> Matt between, Damon. Oh, <laughs> Matt Damon, been afflicted. Um, oh boy, 
no uh trilogies are awesome uh i can't believe that we named as many as we did and there's still a hundred more out yeah, there and we're still we firing more off still firing them off yeah. like 17 year old boys in a circle store <laughs> <laughs> whatever uh but yeah no uh final thoughts what a great country to live in that we have this much free time to talk about stupid movies from 60 years ago that i've watched a hundred times exactly every fourth of july for me incidentally final thought the cinema may be dying but that doesn't mean the movie industry has to we're not talking about your sex life all right so i'm just kidding i'm gonna finish out with iron sky is the best two movie sequel concept out there my guys uh men in black i hate that guy i'm just kidding (laughs) men in black another great trilogy